1: Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now.
2: Hey, what it do? It's the homie Propane. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards, man. Tap in. And we still, still hustling for a dollar sign. Still in the trenches daily, baby. We just trying to survive.
0: Alright, so we got propane off the porch with us today, man, man. Man, what it do, man? What's good? I'm feeling great, man. How you feeling today, bro? Man, I'm good, man.
2: Just happy to be here. Yeah, man. What else have you been working on here in Atlanta, man? Man, just out here working, man. Tapping in with a few artists, a few publications. Like, come gotta come holler at y'all, man. You know it's only right. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: How do you like working here compared to back at home?
2: I mean, you know, I'm always riding for the town. So, but it's a different feel out here. It's dope out here too. Um, I like it out here, man. It's it's a lot of camaraderie out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. How's your 2021 starting off? Man, it's pretty good, man. Like, uh, we're gearing up to release this album. So, um, everything just been getting kind of hectic right now. But uh. For the most part, it's been getting, it's been pretty good. A lot of the, the energy from not only the people from, you know, the fan base to just you know what I'm saying. A lot of the music lovers they know what we about to bring with the music. So it's been it's been getting exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. All right. So talk
0: to us about the South Side of Houston, man.
2: South Side of Houston, man. That's
0: birthplace
2: of propane, man. Birthplace <laughs> of zero Kiki. You know what I'm saying? A like big pokey. A lot of the legends. Lil flip. Um, Scarface, um, yeah, man, that's, um, that's home. That's, a uh, shout out to the North side too, man, cause they birthed a bunch of legends too. But as far as the South side, that's, that's where I, um, that's my claim to fame. That's what pretty much taught me the game. That's just pretty much what made me, even as an artist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And what, For sure. it,
0: and what is it about Houston, man, that you can guys turn out some legendary rappers like that?
2: Man, man. um, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I always say that uh, Houston is the most unique city in the world. Um, and you hear it a lot from a lot of cities, people like, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's very well so. But I know just in Houston, um, as far as music, it's different because we, we we haven't really had an industry, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta got an industry, New York had an industry, LA got an industry, It's a lot of big labels there. We don't really have that in Houston, so we was pretty much taught just from watching the Slim Thugs and the J Prince's and, and all these people. You gotta make it your own. You gotta make your own label. You gotta be the brand. Mm-hmm. You gotta be the big dog, the big homie. You know what I'm saying? We don't, it wasn't a lot of big homies with rappers in Houston. We was taught to be your own big homie, be your own sponsor, be your own CEO. I, I've never wanted to be under another rapper I, because I've watched people like Slim Thug and and, and and Kiki, and, you know what I'm saying? Come in zero, all these people, man, to just take control of their own destiny and get rich like that. So it's my whole thing been, you know, I want to be my own my own thing. And that's that's the thing about Houston, that kind of separates us from a lot of people.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. They kind of just laid that blueprint out there. For sure, All you man. gotta do is follow it, man. For sure. Yeah, man. So uh, at what age would you say you jumped off the porch in Houston, man? Mm. See, when you say
2: jump off the porch, it's like you got you got different.
0: Everyone's got their own definition. Everybody got their own
2: meanings, man. Yep. So um, we're gonna stick to music-wise, and jumping off the porch music-wise, I would say 2011. 2011, man, I've been rapping for my whole life, but mm-hmm. I think 2011, my city really started to somewhat you know what I'm saying, take notice to who this young dude is. that's making some noise. Uh, of course, it got better and better over time. But I would say 2010, 2011, when I I put my feet down. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. like started to try to build something up and building a brand. Yeah,
0: yeah, I feel that man. And you know, anyone that's ever listened to your music know you can rap. Appreciate you, You're it, all bro. about the bars, man. Man,
2: Appreciate it, man. I I I, I um that come from being a, a, a fan of. Scarface, Nas, Jay-Z, um, Jadakiss. them some of my favorite rappers, man. And um, Big Pokey. And, and as artists, man, they really... When I was listening to them when I was young, that shit just intrigued me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck is they putting these words together like that? And from that point, it became like a homework assignment of, bro, I want to rhyme three syllables in a bar type shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the basic ass rapper, so I've been doing that shit since middle school, you know what I'm saying? So, now it's just natural. Um, I'm not even thinking about it now when I rhyme now, and sometimes, you know, niggas be like, damn, that nigga, he lyrical. Like, and I don't really look at it like that, because honestly, when I'm rapping, bro, I'm really, this is my feelings, I'm but I've been rapping a certain way for so long, it comes off like, damn, I'm trying to be lyrical, and I'm really not, I'm just doing me, you know what I'm saying? That's just the only way I know how to rap. That shit crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you write your raps Or you just Man come all so, off the top Crazy thing I used to take pride In writing my shit You know what I'm saying Like <clears throat> That was a big thing for me Like I love The pen and pad Like I I would go to war With that shit Telling niggas like Oh damn You bragging Cause you don't write But shit nigga I'm a journalist And Man two, 2020 Um Man it was just so much shit I was having to do And like I had did it a couple times Not writing And Uh I don't know, I was with my boy Keese, man, and we just was... I remember always telling him, bro, I don't really be writing no more. I just be, you know, rapping. And that shit just became a thing to where I look up and it's like, I just recorded a whole album and I didn't write it. And I think that just came from repetition. And when I say don't write, I'm not going in there and freestyling that shit. I'm gathering my thoughts and I'm putting it together. But it's way more efficient. And I think as the times come, which I I consider myself one of the artists who... I, I feel like I am timeless. And I chameleon myself with the younger artists that keep coming in. And, you know, it's a competition thing. And I'm in the studio with niggas, and they going in there knocking their verses out. And it's kind of like that shit, I kind of had to adapt. You know what I'm saying? But i um, still taking my craft very seriously. Still, you know what I'm saying? Making sure everything is on point. But I, I haven't wrote in, since 2019. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's crazy. Guess it can teach an old dog new tricks, man, huh? I guess so, man. That <laughs> shit. It's, it's still crazy to me every day. It's so crazy to me because I still tell, like, my closest friends. After that, I'll let them hear something like, yo, nigga, I ain't even write that shit. But you got artists who, these younger niggas I fuck with, who they don't write shit. They so have never written a That's rap. nothing even yeah. to brag about to them. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's like, yo, nigga, I ain't even write that shit. And it's like, <laughs> them niggas don't write nothing. It's crazy, but shit, I mean, I guess... I've been doing this since I was in the fifth grade, so I've always known to write. I, I used to see Tupac on, on the videos. You'll see him in the studio writing in the pen and pad type shit. So i know noise and all that shit. So I've always took pride in being a writer. It's just I don't uh, shit, I haven't wrote in a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still the same quality. I think it's just, it's a different process. Mm-hmm. You can learn to do anything if you really want to do it. You know Absolutely. what I Absolutely. Yeah. So, And talk to us about the grind and this
0: journey that you've been on from when you first started to to make it here today
2: man um this shit is still um it's still a process rest in peace nipsey hustle man like he said it's it's a marathon bro um just coming in i've had big moments bro i've had really really big moments as an artist where um it'll be a situation where just me building 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 i remember like around 2013 2014 I had a huge record hit the charts Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused
1: your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rich on the coin called Two Rounds. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those moments where I had been building my underground following and uh, gaining my fan base like that. But that shit just kind of hit me left wing at the success it had. It's just went crazy, went crazy on the radio, went crazy on the charts, and I, It kind of... It's a different world from underground rappers and rappers with mainstream hits, you know what I'm saying? So, I kind of got, um... For, for I think, maybe like a year or two, was in that in that mode of... thinking, okay, this is the route, when kind of forgetting, like, nah, this shit's still a building process, you know what I'm saying? To the point where I had to kind of get to reality to understand, like, you're building something way bigger, you know what I'm saying? And then, but honestly... I've had a few moments like that, and then when you look, when at the time you think, "Oh, this is the moment that's gonna take you to the moon," and it really don't work like that. But what you what you understand is the moments is doing this. You're not really understanding, but that shit's steady building and steady building. You're thinking this big moment, but you're gonna have another big. And it just, you know what I'm saying? So this shit just been a process. It's still a process, man. Um, I look back at all the, all the shit I did, all the music I made, and it just keep building to the point. Every time I drop something new, it's like a whole new. Regime of people that's coming in and they, they just not checking for me whether it be another artist that I work with that Turn me on to his fan base and it's just like this shit keep growing and growing and uh man I think Everything I did now leads up to today so I, Every day I every time I put out music bro I feel like a rookie you know what I'm saying mm. I feel like I got something to prove and That's why shit it, the hunger still there it's never gonna leave because shit it's, it's forever We forever on, in this marathon yeah You know what I'm saying? That's real. Yeah.
0: yeah, it seems like you know your fans are been extremely loyal to you too, man. man. Yeah, like, I mean, shout I had G-
2: out to them supporters, man. What you saying?
0: Yeah, I was saying G and B were up here, and it was like, yeah. man, Propane's one of those artists where he'll always press up like a hundred CDs yeah. or a thousand CDs, yeah. and his fans are gonna buy
2: them. Man, up the last hardest. project we we pressed up a thousand copies, bro, and um, you had to get the hoodie. I, and I, so what I usually do is uh. Whenever I'm getting ready to drop a project, me and my team, will press up just like the merch and everything. And you can get the album damn near two, three weeks early hmm. directly to you, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be we charging a hundred, we charging 80, whatever we charge. And uh, that shit be selling out so damn fast, man. <laughs> it's like, um, it's just different, bro. They gonna ride, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. They gonna ride for whatever I got going on and um. They know the quality going to be there at the same time. I'm going to make sure I give them my all. But the, And, uh, man, shout out to them. And I know a lot of a lot of my fans was hitting me up this go around. And they was like, bro, why you ain't dropping it early? And I was like, man, I, I put it for pre-order for a week. I got a point to prove. I'm fixed to prove a point when this shit drops so I can show niggas when these charts hit. Y'all going to see, like, like, Pro really... I'm really out here, you know what I'm saying? Niggas see my shit hit like 25 on the iTunes charts, and that be because my shit was out for three weeks. <laughs> I want these niggas to see what I'm fixin' to do now when I don't let my fans get it early, and mm-hmm. they see that shit hit, y'all hearin' it right now, they not, when y'all see that shit hit like top five or something, Niggas be like, damn, no label, no no sponsor, no team, it's just me and my day one nigga, that's it, and like niggas gonna really understand like, this shit for real. Yeah,
0: yeah. and talk to us about the grind that comes with being an independent artist, having to do everything damn, yourself up. too.
2: It's, it's definitely a grind. It's def- That shit can be a, like a huge headache at times. But like I said earlier, um, bro, I'm from Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like That's all we really know. You know what I'm saying? We we really know. Bro, I, as a kid, when I was a little kid, I was watching Slim Thug, 19, 20 years old. He selling out the Trump. Them niggas was getting rich. You know what I'm saying? Screwed up, click all them niggas. Them niggas, we watching these niggas as little kids. Them niggas getting rich. No labels, no nothing. These niggas selling out they Trump. So, we kind of come from that, you know what I'm saying? We come from that, and honestly, um, just being in Texas, bro, Texas is big as fuck. It's a lot of little ass towns that people never heard of, and, and artists like myself who get love and respect throughout my whole state. Now, I get love and respect, and I do shows in Louisiana, even out here, in Oklahoma, California, all that shit, but what I'm saying is Texas is so big, if I didn't want to, I don't have to leave Texas and we can run up a bag. Cause it's so many different little markets. It's the same thing in uh, like California. They understand how big it is. Cali orders don't have to leave that shit. New York orders don't have to leave there. And that's kind of how it is in Texas. It's like an advantage, bro. We got towns that I still never even heard of until I get booked up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? And we will go there and it's love. They knowing everything, word for word, they rocking Like, But yeah, man, that, that independent shit, you got to be ready for it, though. You know what I'm saying? It sounds good when niggas rap about it and they say they're independent, but, man, to, to really be successful as an independent artist, what a lot of people don't understand, it ain't just because you on your own you screaming independent. Nah, you got to be your own motherfucking sponsor, your own marketing, your own, you got to put that shit up. That, you got to really invest in yourself. And I, I talk to a lot of artists, man, who they don't get that aspect. You know what I'm saying? They think this shit just come like that, and I be having to tell like a lot of young niggas I fuck with, Bro, if you really believe in yourself, like just screaming independent because you don't got no labor behind you, don't that ain't really shit. You scream you independent because you really independent, nigga. You taking care of your business yourself, you know what I'm saying? You putting the bag behind yourself because you believe in yourself, and um, that's pretty much sums up being an independent artist, man. I tell I, I, I personally believe. Um, the independent route, especially if you got your train moving, bro. If you really know what you're doing, you got the right people in position. You down to invest in yourself. Man, fuck breaking that shit down with a whole bunch of people who ain't work to get where you at. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your team. Pay your team. Your team can be your the same people that you physically go give all your fucking percentage to. Pay your people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Y'all build that shit up yourself and get all that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my theory. Real shit right there, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Talk to us about the impact and influence Houston has had on the culture and on the
2: rap game. man. Major influence. Major influence, whether they want to admit it or they don't want to admit it. Hey, uh, Houston, Atlanta, definitely Atlanta, have shaped a lot of the rap game in the last five to seven years. And just to talk about Houston, um, it's, it's, bro. And I'm just not gonna even say the last five, seven years. We've been doing this shit since so the, the 90s. G- the ghetto boys, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just speaking on the last five, seven years, but we can go back to the ghetto boys, then we can go to 05 when Slim and Paul and Mike Jones and Kiki and Zero, we, shit. We, we the reason niggas is double cups, you know what I'm saying? Right, you, see you. It, you, see, you feel what I'm saying? I seen it when I came in. That's us, bro. I'm not gonna take 100%. Credit for the grills, but I'm gonna take credit for the grills. Y'all niggas wasn't doing that shit till we really made that shit really something. Niggas had slugs, I know that. Everybody had slugs in their mouth. Niggas weren't icing out their mouth like that till them Houston niggas was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's and, and I'm not I'm not saying that we influenced the whole rap game. Because everybody got their own shit. This shit that Kelly did that influence the rap game. This shit that Atlanta did influence the rap game. Like I told you, I want to be a lyricist because of listening to niggas from New York. You know what I'm saying? But I just think, like, don't take away from what we did. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of artists in Houston that niggas be biting off of to this day. Like younger niggas I'm watching, man, it's a lot of them young niggas, bro, that niggas be biting off of to this day. Cause No disrespect, like shit, Houston, we different from everybody. Like that's, that's just, that's, it is what it is. We got our own shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it as a bad thing that we influence nobody. Because like I said, i have been influenced by a lot of shit too. I just think a lot of people try to sleep on the influence that Houston has. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas just dripping and spilling a lot of sauce and all this shit and that shit kinda come from the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we can keep we can keep moving, but that's that's my theory. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely, man. What's thoughts on the new generation of rappers coming I out love of it. Houston right
2: now? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Lil German. I love what Sauce Walker has built in Houston and the empire he's built and the artists that he's put on and peso. I love D flowers. I love what Max Cream is doing. I love what Megan Thee Stallion is doing, O and B Bloodbath. I love what fast lane fucking for Even the producers, Can't Rush The Vibe, fucking June James, XO, like, and I'm not just naming these niggas, I'm cool with them, these niggas are cold as fuck, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm already a hip-hop head, so to sit back and to, you know, really listen to them, that shit kind of made me happy, bro, because it's like, you know what I'm saying, like, we all right. We gonna be all right. We gonna keep being all right. This these niggas gonna, you know what I'm saying, man. There's so many artists I can name, bro. That that I think not only are they dope and I jam them now they got star potential. Like you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. Like we got young niggas, Guapo. This this nigga gonna be the Knicks. You know what I'm saying. And I just, I just, I just hope that, cause like Atlanta, Atlanta has mastered. They next budding stars and the city get behind them and they under if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac
0: or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's
2: standard that this shit keeps it going and it keeps it moving and I think our culture is kind of shifting to what we understand in that and because the thing is we, we had a drop without having stars, you know what I'm saying? It was, we ain't we have Travis Scott making the Stallions for a little while, you know what I'm saying? We ain't have the underground legends, upcoming legends like Sauce Walkers and, you know what I'm saying? The niggas who make their own wave and just, these niggas are national names. Like, you know, I think now it's like, now, and what I was saying earlier, we, we got an industry now, you know what I'm saying? Houston is an industry now and we really a force to be reckoned with. Um so I as far as a new generation, bro, it's I can go on for days. That shit really gets me excited. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's just more so my me transitioning into always want to help and always wanna pick up and build up the, the the next artist that's coming up, man, because that's you know, that's what that's what how this shit really supposed to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, the future is definitely bright out there. Oh man. yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so what can you tell us about this new project, man? Classic, it, it ain't safe outside.
2: Classic. Classic. That's Why gonna, is it a classic? That's gonna sum it up, man. Um, for one, uh, every song it ain't no skippers on it. But I ain't saying shit that people who already listen to my music don't already know. Like I, I, I you can't name a project that I didn't gave people that I slip on any track. Like I ain't gonna play with you. Cause it ain't gonna come out into that motherfucker, to everybody who hear it from myself, to any nigga around me, to, you know, every song gotta be, oh, that's the one. I'm trying to make a thriller every time I, every time I go in the studio, you know what I'm saying? And just what it ain't safe outside. Um, honestly, this project is a reflection of 2020 and everything, and that's where the title come from, bro. It's, it's so much different shit from just the virus and the corona and, and you know, just to, Fucking George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and it's just a bunch of built-up frustration, and it's what it ain't safe outside. You know what I'm saying? And, and that shit speaks speaks for so many different realms. Not just that as a rapper, bro. This, you know, what I mean, fucking rappers is getting killed now. That shit like nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? That shit used to be like a thing. Oh, this rapper got, now that shit became normal in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I just think the title was very fitting for what was going on in 2020, and uh. Man, it's a lot of aggression on this album. Um, You know, you can always get that soul with a Propane Project. But like I said, it's just a reflection of 2020. And I think we all can relate. And a lot of songs gonna resonate with a lot of people, bro, because it just was, we just dealt with a lot of shit last year. You know what I'm saying? And I I spent a bulk of uh, the the latter part of of the year recording that album. Just every song was a moment, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be the whole, I remember the 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 when the George Floyd shit happened, um, like a few days later, I went and made a song called Heart to Heart. Which I wasn't even gonna put that song on the album. I wasn't even gonna put it out. And my, my close friend was like, nigga, you crazy, nigga. This shit is like, you know what I'm saying? And we ended up putting the video out and that shit has been, they love it. You know what I'm saying? And and so that's that's give you what's going on with this album, bro. It's it's a lot of uh it's a lot of moments on there, mm-hmm. yeah. I think the people are gonna love it. Yeah, I saw a track list, man, um, mm-hmm. Way Too Fly. Way Too Fly, Can man. Can you just
0: list who is on this song?
2: Man. Way Too Fly. So Way Too Fly is what you call a dream song for uh, a, a young nigga who grew up on the south side of Houston that wanted to be a rapper. And uh, basically the track, on that, on that song the features are it's Lil Kiki, it's Lil Flip, it's Pow it's Zero, which is my favorite rapper in Houston, like, hands down. It's Slim Thug, and it's Big Pokey, who is another one of my favorite rappers. Really, all of them is my favorite rappers, but them two niggas. And, and basically, that song is, uh, that's a hell of a, a roster. And it was like, um, man, I I always try to approach my projects like, uh, what if this the last project you ever do? You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, it had just hit me like I don't got a song with Lil' Flip. I don't got a song with Big Poggy and these niggas were all like show me so much respect and or fans of my music and Be telling me they want to work with me like I'm on their projects and shit like that But it's like I got songs with Ro, I got songs with Slim, I got something, but it's like Paul Wall never made a propane project and we talk about shit like that and I was just thinking like damn like I'm kind of like that middle child in Houston, you know what I'm saying? Where the young niggas, they all fuck with me heavy, but the OGs fuck with me too. And it's like I kind of bridge the gap between everybody and to get all of on, them on one song, I just trying to brag on shit like that. It ain't too many niggas who can do that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. It ain't, and and that was the actual motivation behind doing that song. It was like, damn, I can do that. Why not? <laughs> and bro, I I put that song together. I just made texts and calls to all them in one day, and everybody was send it, send it, send it, send it, send it, and they all just sent the shit back. And to the point where I was telling my partner, like, God damn, bro, like, sometimes we kinda sleep on our, what we, what we, you know what I'm saying? What we have, bro, or, or the position that we in. And I think a lot of us do that, bro, and I, I'm just like, why the fuck I ain't been did that shit? So, and originally, like, it was, call my dream song. It's like I would never think to have all them niggas on something. But as a kid, that's some shit we would dream about. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, yeah. want to be a rapper like I got a song with Kiki and Slim and Zero and powwow and Pokey. What the fuck, little flip? That shit is unreal, just thinking back from being in the hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was the motivation behind that shit. And it's like one of them moments like if I was to walk away from this shit, that's something that I'm gonna be real proud of. You know what I'm saying? And I know the people gonna love that shit. That's That's traditional Ace town, bro. Like, them niggas all came with it, bro. Zero told me some real shit one time when we was working and he was like, when niggas rap with me, I bring a different side out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the Houston rappers, and I I get that a lot, whether it be, you you gon' get the best some thug when you hear him on a propane song. You gon' get the best Kiki. You gon' get the bars side of Sauce Walker when he <laughs> rapping with me. You know what I'm saying? He gonna, he gonna come. He gotta with me. come with he him. He gonna rap, rap when he fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was, man, that that was dope. For him to tell me that, man, that was, um, that shit meant a lot, bro. And uh, on that song, everybody came with it, bro. Everybody, I, I love it. Wall smashed it, man. I can't I wait to tell you. He just, he went in, bro. That shit is, that song is hard as fuck. You I know. can't
0: wait to hear that shit, man. Yeah,
2: that's the one. Any chance of shooting a video for that? Oh, we definitely shooting that. That's already <laughs> that that treatment already been wrote, man. Um, shout out to Trill Arts. That's who pretty much shoots all my videos, and we've kind of built a, um, a rapport with each other, bro. And he we are like minds. And uh, I can honestly give this nigga some credit and say that uh, when I started fucking with him like heavy and started letting him um really take control, cause I, I really don't, I you know I try to do all my own shit. Too. I'm on my shit. Shot like this. You need to shoot it like this. Yada. yada. And uh, just getting comfortable with him after working with him a couple of times and letting him kind of take creative control. I can honestly say, and I tell him all the time, bro, you, you, uh, you took my career to another level when I didn't even think it could go to another level at that point. I thought I was kind of, you know, riding in a, in a pace and like, bro, you just really just catapulted my shit again to let me know like, damn, it's like 10 more notches. We can keep going, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? They Shoot movies for me and shit. And just bringing my songs to life. And I think with my music, it's very vivid. But to be able to put that shit in video form, it's just—it's kind of hard to lose, bro. You know, when I start fucking with him, I would like to say my following skyrocketed even more. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got some people who don't listen. They don't really listen to music like that, but they'll watch a video. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that shit just, everything start going on when I start fucking with him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite song on the project? Personal favorite song, Mama's Eyes. Definitely number two. Um, that's my favorite song, and another one that's called Saturday Night Freestyle that I really love. I, honestly, bro, when all my music is that shit like a photo book, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not one of the rappers who I ain't just rhyming shit just to rhyme it. Like if I'm putting that shit in the song it's real experiences or shit that we done experienced or we done lived and me and my partners can ride and we listen to this shit and whether we, I'm talking about us fucking going crazy out in Sweden or some shit or, you know what I'm saying? Or when we blew all our money in Vegas and this happened tonight. It's like, it's it's a, this is real life experiences even with females or family or niggas I don't fuck with no more. So everybody around me, that shit like a photo book. We really know what's, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Damn, we we living through this through this song. It's just like a report. So every song to me it means something different, and every song is personal. But I think Mama's Eyes is uh just if I had to only listen to one song, it's probably that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So will you have some merch available for this project once it's released? Oh yeah, for definitely for
2: sure for sure. Um, we are gonna have a uh, ski mask. I got a collab. With my boy, he got a clothing line called Off the Market. Um, so we're doing the collab on Ski Mask. This is actually one right here. I can put it down. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: This is ludicrous.
2: But that won't fix your home. That will only
1: get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State
0: Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
2: Got, it ain't safe outside on the on the mouth. Um, that'll be exclusively with the uh, with the project, and of course we're gonna have the merch. The merch is always it's always up. Gotpropane.com forever. Like that's um, something that kind of separated me early on as an artist because I was like on that shit early, like. 2010 and on some with the music, get it with you know what I'm saying and, and and just now it's I built a relationship with my fans to where like I said this time around they kind of questioning like damn the album ain't, it's it ain't out early with the merch what's up you kind of you kind of condition them to a certain <laughs> way that you gonna put your music out yeah. and of course we gonna we gonna continue back to that like I said I just really wanted to prove a point um when I dropped this album and uh. Not to my fans, because they already know what's up, but more so to everybody else. Like, you know, shit, label or no label, like you gotta, this a force, you gotta, you gotta respect what we got going on. This shit over here, ain't it ain't for play. So, um, I I just wanted to do that this time around. It's kind of a personal notch that I'ma do, but other than that, we're gonna get back to doing that shit exclusively. When I come back with uh, the next project, and I plan to drop a lot of music this year, man. Usually, you know what I'm saying? I sit with my projects, bro. It's, it's, it's a year apart. Sometimes a year mm-hmm. and a half apart. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, because I put so much in that shit and it's very, it's, is it's me. You getting my life in that shit. And, and, you know, we ride that shit out. We shoot videos and everything. But I think this year, some I've never done, um, I want to drop, like, three, three projects. Maybe four. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And not full-length projects. I, like I told you, me and Zero, we working on some, mm-hmm. um, I got something else brewing with, some I don't really want to mention the name until that that (laughs) comes to fruition. But, um, and then one more, just Propane Project. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it all boils down to, I kind of want to take 2021 to how you say, flood the market, you know what I'm saying? And just touch all aspects, touch all angles. Fuck with a lot of artists like that a lot of artists, I'm not going to say try to work with me because it ain't like they try to work with me and they don't. It's just, you know what I'm saying, sometimes conflicting schedules or some shit. But all the artists that I fuck with, that I, I want to work with, I want this year to be the year that, shit, I'm we fucking making a project. Let's do it. Let's put it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never really been that type of artist. I like everything to be well thought out, which is a gift and a curse, being a perfectionist. Because we're in a different time now where the people want it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas got ADHD, they can't motherfucking <laughs> focus on shit after a month or two. And I, like I said, I don't want to fall into the realm of making disposable music just because you think people are not gonna uh, continue to listen to it. Because I still want this shit to be timeless because at the end of the day, this the legacy we building. When it's all said and done, when I'm done, I want niggas to go back and they listen to this shit like, damn, this shit sound like it could have came out today. You know what I'm saying? You know We'll hear some shit from fucking 60s or 70s like damn this shit just sounds so good it feel good you know what I'm saying fucking off the wall it's still jamming you know what I'm saying and it's like that's the shit I'm going for bro I could give a fuck about the the microwave fame or all that other shit um I think what I've learned if you stay true to what you're doing shit all monetary wise all that shit that shit it comes bro like you know what I'm saying you just gotta know what you want, know what you're doing. So, like, me dropping music is not on the sense of, oh, I want to make more money. Nah, it's just, that's just what I want to do. I want to give my fans something to continue to go hard on this entire year. You know what I'm saying? Like, just more music. And that's something I ain't never did. Yeah. Yeah. Fans are welcoming, man, I'm
0: sure. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we know you're big in giving back to the community
2: too, man. Oh yeah, for sure, man. That's that's big, man. I um, I don't even. I mean, that's that's sick second nature, bro. I always wanted to do that. That was something that I said I wanted to do before I even made a dollar of rep, You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think for years we've been we've been at that shit. It's 2021. We've been at that shit like 2011, 2010. Whether it be turkey jobs, you know, I do the free haircut jobs and a, a school supply giveaway when school started in my hood, we did do the toy drives all the time. This year, which um, I told myself, bro, it, it, it just so much shit went on in 2020, bro. I didn't want to really record nothing or film nothing. But uh, me, and, me, and, me and my homies, man, we, we bought just a stupid amount of toys, went door to door to the certain families that we had call in. Well, not call in, send a DM that they got a, whatever amount of kids or whatever. And man, we went to these people we was in the trenches and whatever, pulling up, dropping off toys to people, man, and, and that's something we done did before, but this was one of them years that I just felt like, man, I ain't putting nobody on it. We ain't doing no recording, taking no pictures, no shit like that, bro. Like, it's just fucked up out here right now, you know what I'm saying? So, last thing a motherfucker need is, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. So, But that's definitely what we did, man, and um, we ain't new to that, bro. Me and my homies, man, we call ourselves the Power Circle, bro, and um, shout out to the twins. Shout out my brother Marquis. Shout out Curtis. Shout out my brother Tim. Man, we've been doing this shit. We've been pulling up U-Haul trucks to projects, passing out toys. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't bragging on that shit or no like that. I'm just saying, like, we we. I think that's what niggas supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? And but that ain't the shit to get highlighted. Niggas want to highlight when I go buy a new rolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and talk about that shit. But at the same time, like, nah, we've been on that shit. I just yeah. I don't even care to talk about that shit because it's like, bro, that's where we come from. That's what we know. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do. It ain't like, we, we ain't doing that shit for no pat on no back. Yeah. We're going to continue to do that shit. Same yeah. to you, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, bro. Any uh, shout outs before we wrap it up, man? Man, first of all, shout out to everybody that support my music. All the fans, bro. Shout out to to everybody who in any way, help out with anything I got going on. I wouldn't dare try to name a name because the one motherfucker I miss is gonna <laughs> give me death threats. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to everybody who support me. Every DJ, every blog, every motherfucking podcast, every fan, every buyer, everybody, man. Definitely shout out to y'all for having me, man. I always want to be on this shit, man. I used to, uh, I watch the time. So much love and salute to y'all, man, for having me on here. And uh. Man, we just gonna we gonna keep taking this shit another level every time, man. It ain't safe outside on the way. We look for more shit, man. Look for I got artists I'm fucking with: Jack Boy D, Jeremy Fields, man. Feel Trill, the team. You know, we gonna keep building this shit, bro. We gonna we gonna keep giving y'all authentic hip hop, authentic street southern hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit, that's what it is, man. We, go check it out. If you ain't on it, man, don't 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 play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for and hey, we still still hustling for a dollar sign still in the trenches daily baby we just trying to survive it's always up please don't
1: be hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level